1: Hey, hey, welcome back. It is Beamer In for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEM. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. We've got the uh the allergies going full right now. Oh you know, and it's one of those things it just hits you. I was I was feeling fine about Four hours ago, five uh, five hours ago, I went to my parents for breakfast. Then my dad and I took uh, my son and my nephew around the block. I was feeling great. Then I get home, I'm feeding my son, and next thing I know, it, this just hit me like a wave. I, I'm really hoping it's like a quick five, six-hour allergy thing. But it is uh, really just came out of nowhere. And I apologize. As someone said on the text board, Joe, hearing you, um, hearing your sniffles is disgusting. Well, I apologize for that. Um, I, I will try not to do as many on the uh, on the mic. But like I said, this hit me out of nowhere. You know, I jumped into a hot shower, tried to steam it out. I'm sure after the show, when I go to the gym, I will uh, sweat it all out. Uh, but it's it's allergies. What can I say? It's uh, it's that time of year. You know what I mean? Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Star nine thirty. We are talking about the migrant situation. And again, I don't think this is, uh, look at the the right wing jumping on. I don't think that's what this is at all. I think this is, again, a, an issue that we as Western New Yorkers need to find a way to to address. And we need to find a way to communicate to our leaders that we want blank done. And I think that's what we're figuring out today between David Cho and, and, he, and now. What is the right move? And again, this isn't, this isn't you know, shake, wagging your finger in someone's face, saying I told you so. That's not what this is at all. We're just, this is the biggest story in Western New York right now. And we're getting people's opinions on it. And starting with uh, this hour with Gene in Williamsville. Gene, thanks for hanging on.
3: Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me on, Joe. The thing I'd like to say is that when are these elected officials... I don't care what party, going to start representing their constituents instead of their interests or what they believe in. And I think we see that not only on the local level, but also on the state and national level. They forget about we the people. They're more concerned about other things.
1: Oh, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, and, and again, I think that's exactly how we're in this mess, Gene, is because it's, well, what does the party want? And are you going to be a cheerleader for the voters, as you're mentioning, or a cheerleader for your, your political party? And unfortunately, I think too many people are the latter.
3: I agree. And, and, and that's why we are in the situation, both locally, statewide, and nationally, that we are in. Because they've forgotten about the American people and what we represent on all levels.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, it's the political parties. And Gene, I think another reason that they want to appeal to the political parties is because once they're in office, they know every election season that political party will put the money in their pocket to run again.
3: Well, just another reason for term limits.
1: Yes. Yes. One hundred percent, Gene. I, I, it, it seems every time something pops up, what could lessen this dependence on political parties? And Gene, it's always term limits. Right. Always. Welcome I appreciate the call. Gene in Williamsville. Now, I mean, I don't want to change the topics to term limits, but I mean, again, you see, let's look at Virginia. I talked with Dave Leventhal yesterday about Virginia a little bit. Look at Virginia. I, I mean, you've got a governor now and really any governor in Virginia. I might not have politically agree with um, past governors, but look at Glenn Youngkin. He is a, a, a Republican in a blue state, and he's got a close to 50% approval rating. But you know what else Glenn Youngkin doesn't have to do? He doesn't have to appeal to his political party. He doesn't have to appeal to, to, to donors. You know why? Because Glenn Youngkin can't run for another term. In Virginia, you cannot be governor for two consecutive terms. He can run again in eight years. No, more than that, right? He's got like four years left on his term. Whatever. You can't run for consecutive terms. So here you have a guy who's doing what he believes is right for the state of Virginia because he's not there running a re-election. But you look at county executive, you look at governor of New York, Senate, Congress, Unless they've decided not to run the next election, every move they make, for the most part, and I'm not saying everybody, is what's best for my re-election. What's best to get the support of my party for re-election? I don't think there's – again, you go around and ask voters if they support term limits. It's always a majority of voters, I don't understand why we don't put it on a ballot, why we don't have the American people vote on term limits or New Yorkers or members of Erie County vote on term limits because I think if you put that on a ballot, you would have support on the left and the right. But you look at the situations where term limits are a thing and I don't think you see the corruption and you definitely don't see the making sure I follow my party 100%. 100%. I just, I don't think you see as much of that. You see what people think is right for the, um, their constituents because, again, they're not running a re-election campaign. They're running a state. They're running whatever it is they're in charge of. Uh, Tom in Middleport is on line one. He's been patient. Tom, thanks for hanging on. Joe, no problem. Quick
3: observation. When did the illegal immigrants that we are housing switch to migrants or asylum seekers. Nobody refers to them as illegal immigrants anymore. Is this some political spin to make it sound better? And that's all I have to say. I'll listen offline.
1: Hey Tom, uh that's a great question. I would say it, it you you heard well, remember it went, it was illegal immigrants, which in my opinion is still uh what they are. They are they illegally crossed into the country. Um and then it was undocumented um, was it undocumented citizens or undocumented people? Uh, now it's asylum seekers and migrants. Uh, again, it's 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 what you know. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's the same thing as illegal immigrants. And again, I, I think if we called them illegal immigrants, people who just jumped over the border, and if we illustrated that, again, I don't think it would be. Oh my gosh, look! It, it, I think what it would be is. Oh, maybe we should highlight the overall immigration in this country. And maybe we should address immigration reform. Maybe we should find a way to get people who want to do things the right way into the country quicker. But we don't want to do that because that doesn't score political points. And, you know, at a few months ago, it looked like this was going to score political points. But that has now backfired. And again, I... I, I like to take politics all out of this because, you know, what happened last week did not need to happen. And as I keep on saying, it only happened because we had leaders who wanted to play politics. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, when you play politics, many times it will literally blow up in your face, and you will have a situation like this. 803-0930, Star 930 is the number to get on if you'd like to give your thoughts. We did talk to Police Chief Brian Gould yesterday. I said I'd play some uh, audio from yesterday's show, and I had a texter say, Joe, could you please play that audio? I was not able to catch Hardline yesterday. Well, that's very upsetting. But since you asked politely, here are just a few highlights from that interview yesterday with Police Chief Brian Gould. And again, I know I said and again a lot. Someone's going to call me out on it. Police Chief Brian Gould is, a, is someone who ran as a Democrat for sheriff. So this is not a man playing politics. And he said early on in our discussion yesterday, put politics aside. And I do think that's very important for this conversation. Because as I said, this did not need to happen. Let's start with uh, a few highlight- highlights from the discussion yesterday.
3: A sexual uh, abuse first charge, which is a Class D felony, occurred at the uh, Best Western Hotel on at 601 Dingen Street in Chictawaga. The, uh, the victim was an employee of one of the organizations that is uh, contracted to assist the uh, asylum seekers. The incident happened in the hotel. The employee came to the uh, police station to report it. Our detectives investigated and uh, the subject was placed under arrest he was arraigned yesterday in Cheektowaga court and and held uh without bail uh, basically means that there doesn't matter what amount you, you can't get him out and uh he will be prosecuted uh by the Erie County District Attorney's office the first incident was uh a known victim known offender uh they you know had a relationship they were both asylum seekers This one really rose the the seriousness of the incident in that um, this was not somebody known to the offender. Um, This was somebody who was there to help them. And it just uh, has reached a point now where, uh, you know, I'm forced to to stand up and say that we need to be doing more. We need more assistance in order to ensure the safety of our community. I'm asking that we review the company that that has provided the contract to do the security that uh, that we look at everybody, make sure they have training to deal with this special population, uh, and you know that they have experience because you know this isn't the kind of job where you want to hire a security guard for their first day and and put them in this situation it's it's a you know it's a very difficult situation to to secure
2: since the incident occurred-
1: so that was police chief Brian Gould on hardline yesterday. then on Saturday, we also heard from. Uh, County Executive Mark Poloncars, and here is some of what he had to say.
4: Since the incident occurred, I've been in contact with Governor Kathy Hochul, New York State Department of Homeland Security and Services Commissioner Jackie Bray, and New York City Mayor Eric Adams, among others. All agree the alleged incident is reprehensible and the safety of our community is paramount. I demanded Mayor Adams pause all further transportation of asylum seekers to our community until such time as we can resolve all security issues. I've
3: been in contact with the leadership at DOCO. They have been, you know, very responsive. Um, They understand that that that's a bad, that that ended up being a bad selection. And I know that, you know, they assured me even before the press conference yesterday that they are working on relocating everybody from that hotel. Uh, you know I don't know where they will go um, but I just know that that hotel is a very
1: bad selection. All right so there is some audio from what happened 8030930 start 930. what would you like to uh, see happen again with the remaining migrants in Erie County it, it, it's okay, we stopped the transportation but that but we still have migrants here and again, I'm not saying that all of them or most of them are bad people. Okay, Because I don't think they are. I think majority are good people who are trying to escape uh, their situation. But guys, we have laws. And we have the right way to do things. And we have now seen that, yes, in what may be a majority good people, we have some bad people sprinkled in. Two arrests in one week is what we're talking about. It's what put the spotlight on this. And now what do we do with the remaining uh, migrants who are here, who I don't think were properly vetted, okay? Um, what do we do about security? Sorry, I did not mean to do that. What do we do going forward with the migrants that are here in Erie County today? Eight oh three oh nine thirty star 930. And what do we do about immigration reform and immigration overall in the United States of America? Because I don't care, again, Republican, Democrat, I don't really care about your political party. We can't just continue to have people illegally cross into this country. We have laws. We have a proper way to do things in this country. We hold each other to those laws. And if we break those laws, we have to pay the consequence. Yet you have people that don't want to enforce laws at the border. And I just, I that I don't understand that. I realize that we are 22 years removed from 9-11. But no one forgets what happened on 9-11. And, and, and you know, again, I said, lessons learned, on 9-11 were that we need tighter security. Yes, at the airport, but we need tight security at the border. And I just can't believe when we have people in positions of power who obviously remember 9-11, some of them were also in positions of power on 9-11, that we aren't securing the border and that you actually have people talking against securing the border. Obviously, 9-11 is the, you know, uh, the extreme example. But when you have a country of laws, I'm going to start sounding like the former president, but when you have a country of laws, you enforce those laws. You'd want the laws to be enforced on Josh. If he goes 90 miles an hour down Maple, you want an officer to pull him over and take him off the road. He's a dangerous driver. If you go to hire somebody, if you're an employer, and you want to make sure this is someone you can trust, someone you can have in the office, some places do a background check. When I signed up for DoorDash, I had to do a background check. Why? To make sure that I'm not, to make sure the company's not putting their name on someone who is a criminal, dangerous pending an arrest. You know what I mean? So we expect that of each other. We expect each other to be in the, in the, uh, I'm sorry, To to follow the law, to follow the rules of the country. I don't understand why we make exceptions for people who illegally cross into this country. I've never understood that. And again, I'm not anti-immigration because I think some of the most patriotic people The people who love this country the most are the people who came here from not so great countries and came here the right way. And I'm not saying that we don't need to reform immigration. I I, I believe we do. I believe we can come together and reform immigration. So again, I, I am so upset when someone is saying we need to stop the rush of people at the border. And the response is, "Well, you're anti-immigration." That's just not true. As I said, you want to find patriotic people. Go talk to a you know someone who just got their citizenship to this country. They'll show you patriotism. They'll show you how much they love this country. So I'm not against immigration, and I want to welcome people into this country. there is a right way to do it, and there's a reason there's a right way to do it. We have to know who we're letting in. We have to know who's in the country. If you go study abroad for six months, what do you need, Josh? You need a green card. There's a reason for those things. We'd like to know who's in the country. That's why they ask you when you go to Canada, where are you going, how long are you going to be there? We'd like to know who we're letting in. And we would like to keep the bad people out. Yes, we'd like to keep criminals out of the country. We'd like to be, like we'd like to keep people who want to do harm to others out of the country. Yes, if that makes me a bad person, I guess I'm a bad person. But I do not want. I I I'd like to know that we are letting good people into this country who have good intentions. And not what we saw last week here in Erie County. And I think I speak for most people. I really do. 803-0930, star 930, what say you? It's Beamer in for Bowerly. We're going to do one more segment on this, and then we're moving on. And at 410, we have Joe Duff and Greg Duell from Duffs talking about a pop-up event in Tampa this weekend. Also, the future plans of the Eastern Hills Duffs, as that project is start is set to begin in 2024, what does that mean for the dust location at the Eastern Hills mall? All that and much more.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink.
4: Is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown port Chicago, Illinois.
1: WBEN. Well, I
2: wonder what it's like to be
0: the rainmaker. I wonder what it's like to know that I made the rainmaker.
1: Where Summer is winding down. We all know that. Um, Josh was at Darien Lake yesterday, and I wasn't going to talk about this, but what the heck. So Josh was at Darien Lake yesterday, and I, I asked him, I said, so you went on the Mind Eraser?" and Josh said no, but I went on the Viper. I said, oh, all right. He goes, but I didn't go on the Superman. And Josh, you, you say because you're scared of heights, but you went on the Viper. I don't I don't understand your selection of roller coasters at Darien Lake.
4: I it's it's not the heights thing. It's it's going up that freaks me out. So like like yeah, the Viper is tall, but going up on the Viper, I feel like in my head it was a lot less than going up on the Superman. Because you go up twice on the Superman. You
1: do, but if you're I mean, I hate to state this, but you know, if some if there was a malfunction it doesn't really matter how much higher you were.
4: No, no, I, 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 I get that. But it's just because I love everything after getting to the top like going down, well, course, going yes. around the loops, going around the turns, the course. The
1: anticipation screws. is, is the, the worst part.
4: Yes. And, and I don't know what it is. I, I, I told myself and I made a promise to the people I went with that next time we go, the first thing I will go on is the Superman. Because oh, I the think. The next time. The next time I go, yes.
1: Do you have to mentally prepare for it? You're getting some well, VR uh, I, I glasses to <laughs> pre- to prepare.
4: No, I think it's more the the whole day yesterday. It was like they all wanted to ride the Superman last, and then, so the whole day I'm thinking about it. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, like I'm getting more tired, and like I don't want to do it. And did they finally go on it? Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. stopped three times. They went, on it, three times. They okay. went on it three times. But now the Mighty Racer, I don't understand, because the mine Racer, I've told stories on the air about how I would literally get there early, and I would get off the uh, mine Racer, run back up the stairs, and get on again. And I would I would do the mine Racer all morning until it really started to get a long line.
4: It, it's it's the feet. It's like when your feet dangle. So what about like I, a log float? What about a log float? Oh, I love that one. Okay. Those ones are my favorite. The Grizzly Run? It, yep. Yep. The Wave Pool? See, I'm not a big, I'm not a huge water park guy. I love water slides, but like the wave pool just gets a little boring after a while. Oh. I feel like it was great when I was a kid, but like now it's just like, eh.
1: Yeah, Waterroski said the same
4: though. thing. He said I was too, I was too old for <laughs> the uh, the wave pool. Water slides though are really fun. If it, it, give me a good water park with what good water slides, and I'd be fine. But it's just there is a bit of a grossness factor when it comes into water parks that I kind of overthink
1: sometimes. There's a lot of chlorine. You don't have to worry. Yeah, you're right. You never worry about falling out of the slide? Like, I love water slides, too, but sometimes it's on my mind. I, I've thought about it before, but, like, I've
4: never come close enough to have it be, like, a real fear, Yeah, I guess. Like that's a good point. It, the majority of the ones I've been in have been fully covered, but the ones I have been in that's, like, the open one, I get a little worried. But I, I've been seeing videos recently of people getting stuck in them, and it, that, that would freak me out.
1: Oh, yeah, that would be the worst, because... The guy at the top is just waving the other people on. They're going to come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So summer's almost over, right? And I always am reminded when the fair's here, when preseason football's here, are you done with your summer vacations?
4: I think I am, yeah. I, I didn't really go on any vacations this year. It was more just doing things around here. I didn't really go anywhere this summer. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Neither did I. I, I mean, i I did a lot. I feel like I, I can't list it all off right now, but I feel like I've done all I wanted to this summer. played a lot of golf, got to do a lot of fun things with fun people.
1: Is but. there anything you regret or that you didn't do that you said like in April you would do? I know I talked about this just last week filling in for Tom, but it, it, it's something that's on my mind this weekend as like I had two big events I was looking forward to this summer, right? Um, the surprise party. and then, there's a wedding, uh, Labor Day weekend. But the surprise party, I, I'm, I'm not doing a lot of planning for the wedding. It's not my wedding, right? The surprise party is where the planning and, again, my sister and wife did all the planning. But still, it was something I was, you know, and now that's over. The bills are already playing. The fare's almost gone. You know, all the lawn fates and stuff are, are winding down. It just feels like summer. It feels like yesterday my son was born. And today, summer's over. Like, it, it, it feels, you know, when he was born, I had all the summer ahead of me. And now, August 14th, I mean, you go into any kind of big store like a Walmart or Target, and you've got back to school list in the front.
4: Oh, that bothers me. I, I don't like it. It's like, it, I get it. School's almost here, but like, give it a, a week or two. You know, like, I feel like I've seen school stuff in Walmart since like the end of July. Like and that's just and so they put the Halloween stuff up. that's a bit aggressive, though,
1: but don't I, you feel like summer's done? Like, I, I, do you, do, in your opinion, summer didn't it go fast, isn't it winding yeah, down? I
4: actually, I saw a thing the other day, and it's like somebody said, you know, this year has gone January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. like it's like the first two or three months of the year took forever, and then boom, we're in August, and it's like, where did it all go? but no i I mean, I want it to be longer. I think my one stupid regret is I didn't play enough golf. Um, but oh wow, look I, at you! I got I got way into it this year, but I didn't play as much as I thought I was going. I, Are you I, good, or you just like to play? I just like to play. I, I I feel like I've gotten better, but I'm not good by any means. But I like um, to play putt putt. Is that? I, I I like to do that too. I didn't get to do any of that this summer. I haven't. I haven't done. you know, is that a regret? Uh, no, I have an actual regret. I didn't go fishing once this summer, and I used to all the time, and I didn't go once this summer.
1: Okay, well. so that's my regret. It's right. small, but I don't know. All right, Josh all right well, you mentioned Darian Lake and now I'm thinking summer's winding down again, I know we talked about this last week, but 8030930 star 930. Are you done with summer? or do you still have that summer vacation you're looking forward to? I know a lot of people try to squeeze some uh, vacations out these last few weeks of August, maybe use Labor Day as uh, the end of your summer and stretch out a vacation. 8030930 your summer. Is it over? Do you have any regrets this summer? Was there something you really wanted to do and you didn't get to it? And yes, tell me, what's your favorite part of an amusement park? For me, water park, Josh, every time. Mindy Racer at Darien Lake, 100%. Uh, back in 09 or 2010, I was helping our next guest, Joe Duff, move home from college. And we stopped at Disney World just to go to Blizzard Beach. Just to go to the water park and then continue our trip. Uh so 8030930, star nine thirty, as summer is winding down, and I say that because the fair is here, that's the end of summer, the bills are one game into uh the preseason. That kind of makes you realize that fall is right around the corner. Looking back, was this summer everything you wanted it to be? Is your big event of the summer still to come? So you don't want to hear this talk? of summer being over or did you have the perfect summer you had the perfect vacation what do you think 8030930 star 930
4: the one time i went to disney world in my life i didn't get to go to blizzard beach the day we had scheduled to go there it was like 50 degrees and raining Ooh, it was in orlando
1: yeah it was
4: bad it was really bad i don't even remember i think it was around like april or something like that i can't remember when exactly we went But it was, like, for a school trip, and we had each day planned we were going to go to a different place. And the last day of the trip, we were going to, you know, whatever place we wanted to go, that was going to be where we went for a second time. But the day we had for Blizzard Beach was really crappy. And then by the end of the trip, it was still, like, kind of, like, a not-so-great weather day. So we just decided to go back to, like, Magic Kingdom or whatever for a second time. And looking back, like, I don't know what I missed because I didn't get to go there, but, like... I hear people talk about it, and it seems like it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, my my memory of Blizzard Beach was great. 803 start star 930. This is a very interesting text, and, and I want to ask uh, people about this. Very busy summer. We need to normalize doing stuff in fall and winter because everyone tries to jam everything into the summer months. That is so true. Now, for me, obviously, I am looking forward to football season, right? Virginia Tech games, Buffalo Bills games. But what this texter says is spot on. And I know there are people that they will hold out their big beach vacation until like middle September when the beaches aren't as busy, when flights are cheaper, when hotels are cheaper or Airbnbs are cheaper. Is that you? Have you gotten to a point in your life where you hold off that beach vacation or that quote summer vacation until mid-September and have you noticed that you've saved some money or it's just more enjoyable is that a word or more joyful because you know the beaches aren't as crowded right um there's not as many families there because kids are back in school it's a little you get to enjoy it a little more and it's still you know if you go to myrtle beach if you obviously if you go to florida you're going to still have a summer vibe in september right the beaches will still have that summer vibe in september so I'd like to hear from uh, those of you as well that might push that summer vacation. You got a point in your life where that's doable and you could push that summer vacation into September and able to enjoy it then, again, when things are just a little less crowded. I will give an example. So in June, we went to Nashville uh, for a bachelor-bachelorette party, right? And it was fun. Don't get me wrong. Nashville is a great city, Uh Nashville is Vegas without the gambling, right? But my wife and I had gone to Nashville in February of 22 for our honeymoon. And let me tell you, it was still a ton of fun with half the people, maybe even less. So it was still crowded, but you could walk into any bar you wanted to walk into, right? You could walk you, you wanted to go to an event, you could get in. We're there in June. And, I mean, the major bars, you had lines wrapping the building. We ended up going to Legends, which I love that bar, but not as popular uh, as some of the other bars because we didn't want to wait in line. You know, I, I'm kind of past that point in my life. I, I'll wait in line for getting into a stadium for a, a game. I'm not going to wait in line to go buy a drink. You know you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm past that point um, to wait in line for a bar. But I think that's a great example of Nashville was just as enjoyable. You, you had a, you know, put a little heavier uh shirt on, right? Like a hoodie in February, but you still had all the events there. You had all the bars open. You had the rush of people. It's not like you were sitting by yourself at a bar. And again, and you know, you were able to walk in. I just I go back to that week we spent in February in February of 22. You go bar to bar to bar, you you go event event to event. You go to dinner and you're not waiting forever just to sit down. And I know we're talking—that's Nashville, but I would assume that's the same if I went to Myrtle Beach in, in mid-September, right? I still get the vibe of summer. Everything is still kind of open, but it's not swarmed with people. It's not impossible to get into a place. You don't, ha- you know, you can last-minute plan a dinner, and you're not going to be waiting. You know, at the bar for two hours. I could be completely wrong, but thats I, I'm guessing thats the same type of thing. Did you already have that big trip? How was it? Did you plan that big trip for later in August? Or are you one of these people, your summer trip comes September, maybe early October, to avoid the rush? 803 star 930. We'll go to our friend Terry in Texas, where I assume it's always summer in Texas, Terry.
2: Not always. It gets cold. Believe me, West Texas is vicious. Sometimes it'll it'll give you without the without the snow, but you'd be like, "Dang, this is kind of Buffalo-ish." It'll get cold. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Um, yeah, you know, it, it went by fast, man. You know what's crazy? It went by abnormally fast. Summer for me in my line of work as an HVAC service technician typically goes by fast anyway, but this year it just seemed different and. To make it go by even quicker really i don't I don't even work 90 hours a week anymore i'm like capped off at like 55 cause i'm getting old and i got little projects that i'm doing on the side that i'm trying to get going so i don't want to be at work all day but that being said even having the time off extra that i normally haven't had over the years man it's like we haven't even thought of things to do yet other than the dallas trip and we're talking last night like man it's like the kids are going back to school this week my son starts school uh college he, i was just at his high school graduation felt like last weekend you know and he's already yeah. gone and off to join the the big new scary world and it's like man what just happened and how many more years are gonna go by like this i'm 42 Like right, next thing, i'm gonna be 60 as if it keeps up at this pace like the, in, the, in the blink of an eye
1: does it feel like it's going faster the older you get terry
2: yeah, I was actually going to make that point I, or was thinking about it while I was on hold. It really does, man, like the older you get, it just feels like, I think, and a friend and I were conversating before uh, I tuned in and heard this topic. I think because when you become an adult, you know, you're you're focused on your credit and your money and your job and your groceries and the bills and what's coming up and who needs this and who needs it. And you forget, like, to live a life sometimes. You know what I mean? That was something that I, I kind of re... Lives when I was in Dallas for those couple of days just like holy crap you can actually take time off and have a good time because you forget you know and to just kind of let your hair down um so yeah it's a the short answer would be I absolutely think it goes by fast because you have so many more things going on in your life for you you know you're introducing a, a new family member your your son I mean that's
1: what's gonna take up the next 10 years quick 100% like I uh, Terry like I said it seems like yesterday you know, we were in the delivery room, and I mean, he's going to be three months. You know what I mean? Like, and that really was summer. And it's just, but I think you, you, you are spot on. You know, you get to be an adult. You have responsibilities. You have bills. You have this and that. And it consumes so much of your, your thinking and your planning and everything. Next thing you know, you're 35 or 42. No, I, I'll tell you,
2: it goes, man. And, uh, it, to, to make it fair and not to like clown or anything, you know, I've always appreciated your, uh, rise up there at WBN and to see transform. I mean it seems like just yesterday that you were answering the phones for Sandy and I was giving, you know, Sandy a call every single day. You know what I mean? That seems like it was yesterday.
1: It really does. It, to you Tony and Sandy. I mean it's crazy. It it really does it. I mean Terry, there are times where you know, I'll I'll wake up from a dream and then the dream was I was working back in 2017 and, you know, I go, "Well, wait a minute." Is that what we're still doing? You know, you have to kind of step back and think. Terry, always appreciate the call. Terry in Te- Terry in Texas, sorry. 803 uh, 8030930, start 930. It does seem like life has gone by so fast. I mean, I left Bed Bath & Beyond over five years ago. Or was that six years? Over six years ago, I left Bed Bath & Beyond to come back here uh, and work a regular shift. But I could, it seems, I mean, there are parts of that job that seem like it was yesterday. You know, the dreading to get up again. Love the people I worked with, did not like the job, and uh, just dreading going to work. And I'm so glad those days are behind me because if there's one thing I don't dread, it's coming here. I love coming here. I love talking with everyone that works here, and I love talking to the great WBEN audience. Speaking of talking to the great WBEN audience and not hearing my congestion as much in the next segment, we have Joe Duff and Greg Duell from Duff's Famous Wings. They are doing a pop-up event in Tampa Bay this weekend. Maybe you're listening in Tampa right now. Maybe you know someone in Tampa. Maybe you're going down to Tampa. They're going to give you all the details and why this pop-up is happening and what's going on in the wing industry and also what's going on at Eastern Hills Mall as that project uh, is about to begin in January of 24. What does that mean for the Duff's location at the Eastern Hills Mall? We'll hear that and much more. It's Beamer in for Bowerly